When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keep talking, they can say what they like. But all I know is everything's gonna be alright. No one, no one, no one can get in the way of what I'm feeling. No one, no one, no one can get in the way. Recognize that voice, Mundus, at all? In my heart is I thought it was fucking Train when he first started playing it. <laughs> like Pat no. Monahan yeah. from Train? No, 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 no. I'm not sure who it is. Yeah, I, 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 I recognize the song, I think. Is it an Alicia Keys yes. song? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember when Louis Capaldi told us that great story? Uh, Louis Capaldi, who had, uh, what was his, uh, I mean, he's had a couple of uh, hit songs. Really nice guy. Yeah. What was his big song? You know um, the big song, Bundes. The one that I never need to hear again. Yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, the, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. He had like the big. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's someone got, you love. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, this is Louis Capaldi. Yeah, this was, uh, we definitely, radio did a good job of playing this one. Anyway, Louis Capaldi was telling us a story about how he got brought out on stage to sing a song with Alicia Keys. Yeah. And uh, and he's, the way he told the story was that, like, Alicia Keys was like, all right, you guys, like, uh, she started playing No One or something. Right. Which is one of her biggest songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, okay, but first we're bringing out Louis Capaldi. And Louis was like, whoa, what are you doing? You're just like, everyone wants to hear No One, yeah, and you're bringing me out. You just teased yeah. something better than me. Yeah. What a song. I was getting kind of used to being someone you love. Uh, you know what? It might have been enough of a break for me to like hearing this song again. Listen to him. I I just I don't like music like this. I I get why people do. I just hate piano slow jams, sad songs. I hate hearing them on the radio. I don't I don't think they belong on the radio. Like if you're sad or it's a Sunday morning and you're at home and you want to listen to this, go ahead. The last thing I want to do is fall asleep in my car listening to this. So you feel the same way about Adele? Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Like, it's a nice song, but I never want to hear it on the radio. Yeah, so that cover of No One that I was playing, you have, like, no interest in that one, right? No. no. Cold War Kids is, by the way, who's singing it. Cold War Kids, okay. Yeah, Yeah, some good songs. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were a fan or not, or if that was what you consider to be hippie music. <laughs> What's wrong with hippies, <laughs> no, man? No, no, but my fun is everything's Come hippie on. music. No, what do you call it? Is it uh, was it hippie music you said the other day when you were referring to... Yeah, uh, like hipster music, like the Lumineers and all that kind uh, of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. I like all that stuff. <laughs> Am I a hippie? I guess maybe, or a hipster? Hipster. hipster yeah. 
hipster. Maybe. It's the Hips- difference between a hipster and a hippie. Hipster I do own definitely. blunt stones. That probably puts oh. me in a uh, hipster wannabe category, probably. <laughs> if, you, if you were, like, you kind of got the beard going. If you started wearing, like, those, like, large brim top hats and suspenders into work with oh, shirts and bow ties and shit, yeah. then you'd be a hipster. Oh, okay. Get gotcha. with the program already. Yeah, I could borrow from your husband. You he wears could. all that stuff, right? We've got some bri- some big brims at the at the house you yeah. can borrow. <laughs> Plus some overalls. But, but you know <laughs> what? Do. With guys like Matt, like who are big burly dudes with beards like that, like it's genuine when they dress like that. It's for real. It's yeah. like literally he needs his pants to stay up. <laughs> so he puts suspenders on. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's for real. <laughs> it's yeah. for real. It's, it's coming from a real place. Yeah, yeah, it's the really scrawny, weenie looking dudes that yes. dress like that yeah. that are like, the hipsters that annoy the hell out of me. Yeah, they spent a long time looking in the mirror trying to perfect that look, whereas my husband literally just grabbed a hat and put it yeah. on his head. What about bow tie and mustache guy? <laughs> uh, how do you feel about bow tie mustache guy? Because I I know a few out there, <laughs> nice guys. There's some guys that can really pull pull it off. Like you, you know, you see a lot of those like uh, like beard commercials on YouTube ads or whatever. Like the guys that are selling products like that, they look mm. they're really big dudes and they have great mustaches or great beards and like they pull that kind of look off really well. They look super manly doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Then okay. there's the ones that you see on like Queen Street. West that are 95 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. And they look like they're trying really hard to be like stylish mm, uh, with their it. vegan yogurts and weird <laughs> shit like that. That I can't, I can't deal oh, with. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. We just had to be offend. Who yeah, let's offend everyone. Yeah. There's a high end. Uh, <laughs> By the way, there's people who don't like you, bud. There's the people <laughs> like you. That's fine. <laughs> but and you I, don't care. I you don't, don't care. care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drive people drive Corvettes. Oh fuck, who's yeah, this guy in his yeah. Corvette? Totally. I'm sure. Like, oh totally. yeah, the guys totally. in the bow ties and uh, and ween uh, <laughs> outfits probably look at Corvette guys like douchebags. They right? totally hate me. I know that they hate me. We're <laughs> on the opposite sides of the spectrum. I feel sorry for guys because you guys, when you take your fashion risks, it's almost like you're more harshly judged. You know, because oh, for sure, than a woman would be for sure. You could get away with changing us. You could change your style a little bit on one day. Yeah, and uh, don't get me wrong, women are really hard on other women. Yes, <laughs> uh, but they would be like they wouldn't judge you based on you changing your style. They would base they judge you based on what you were wearing. If I have a buddy who dresses one way for 10 years and all of a sudden he's like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try a fucking bow tie. <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, oh, who's Mr. Bow Tie Guy? Yeah. Right. You know? <laughs> I could, I, you could just wear a bow tie tomorrow for the first time in our work relationship. And it'd be fine. And be like, oh, cool tie. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so If I wore true. a bow tie, Bonus is going to lay into me yeah. probably. <laughs> or he'll want to. Whether he does or does, he may not, but he would want to. Yeah. We yeah. just had a high-end men's clothing store open like a few doors down from us and the guys who work there come around like this is a tailor like a suit place that will build you a suit yeah and the men who are working there you can see them walking around the neighborhood they have like elevated next level style three-piece suits and the facial hair is so important and integral to what they're doing like you say bundes like perfectly tailored mustaches the, the kind too yeah, that like they spin, them, yeah. they spin them up at the top. Oh God, yeah! <laughs> like again, if my buddy tried that move, which if I didn't know the guy, I'd just walk by and be like, "Cool mustache." If one of my buddy comes in and he's like sharpened the ends of a mustache, <laughs> what we'll start, are you doing? Bud? Well, we'll just be like, "Oh, uh, you trying out for a role as the new um, can of Pringles uh, character?" Or like, you know, we'd lay into him. It is. It's it's 
too bad because anytime you want to start altering your fashion or start taking like a more, maybe just like um, wanting to spend more time looking good. You yeah. have to do it incrementally. Yeah. You can't do it all at once. You build up and, slowly. Yeah, unless you just move to a different city. And then all of a sudden I could be like, uh, oh, punk rock guy. You know, if I just want to dress like goth and punk. Yeah. I can't get away with that in my life now. But if I move somewhere, I could maybe just pull it off. Even buying a jean jacket. You know, I had some friends make comments. Oh, jean jacket guy. You know? <laughs> it's just a jean it's just jacket. Jean jacket, but yes. it's like cuz I don't normally wear one. All of a sudden it's like, "Oh, who's Mr. Jean Jacket you guy?" Know, it's funny that you bring that up because you got the jean jacket and yeah. now you also have the new glasses uh, that are, you know, more punchy. They're bigger framed, they're thicker framed. I've wanted to find a pair for a while, but yeah, I I, I changed my glasses. You All changed of a sudden your glasses. it's like Oh, Mr. New Glasses. So now you've got new glasses at, paired with the jean jacket. Does he not look like a more stylish dude? Uh, yeah, I, I like the glasses and the jean jacket. I think it's it's a good look. It's but, funky. But I think we gotta get Tucker a flat like one of those flat brimmed hats now too. <laughs> oh no, I if, don't know. If you show up at your boys' weekend with the jean jacket and the glasses, I wonder what they would say. Well, I'm probably uh, I might might just happen. Yuck. Yeah. I mean, it, not because it's just I can't I, do anything more than this, though. I have to slow down now. <laughs> I disagree. Anyway. If you get the hat, you're going to pull the full Gord Downey off. Right? Yes, if you well, get the hat. That'd be too Gord. I'd go too Gord. Like, look, I love Gord Downey's jean jacket look. It was one of the reasons why I'm like, that looks fucking cool. I'm getting a jean jacket. That's the inspiration. You know? Yeah. And that's like, you know, he was rocking that three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it took me forever to find, to get around to buying one. But uh, yeah, if I tried to do the hat too, then all of a sudden it's like, you know, instead of being inspired by, now I'm copying. You know? The thing about hats like that is you, it takes a long time to find the one that's right for you. Oh. So How about short toque? Short toque, you know? Oh, toque. I'm, I'm still slouching my toques. Oh, bro, that's so 2012. So oh, I, I'll probably roll it up a bit. You gotta I'll, I'll roll probably, it, and then you have to leave yeah. the little like condom top at the at the very top, you know, the loose part. Yeah, I just, you know what? I, uh, I have a hard time accepting new toque styles because I know how I feel about it when I see someone else trying to rock a new toque <laughs> look to her. <laughs> you, you know, short toque is not is not is not it's not not, a, it's not, not early strike. now, not early now. But I I'm a late adopter with toque styles because if I the first time I saw someone wearing like a slouchy toque that was pulled back, it was literally it looked like a Jewish yarmulke, like mm-hmm. a kippa, mm-hmm. but it was a toque and it was just resting on the crown of his head <laughs> at the back. I just I wanted to like literally take the guy out at the legs. I just wanted to knock him down. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It just was <laughs> made like, you angry. Well, because it was like you're getting none of the benefit of wearing the toque. As a bald guy, a lot of the time I'll wear one just because your head gets cold easy. But then, like, I was just like, you are a super douche. But then that became more prevalent. And then it was like, okay, whatever. Like, the first time you see someone wearing like a trucker hat, like, the, you know, it became cool. But the first person to do it, you were thinking, who's this douchebag? You know? I yeah. think, uh, I think if you pull the short toque off with the jean jacket, then you're going for, um, What's his name? Alexis on fire, dude. Dallas oh, Green. Dallas Green. That's Dallas Green kind of look. Yeah. All of a sudden with the short dude. I don't think people are so, like people, that that uh, hat and jacket look with Gordani is so iconic, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think people think of Dallas Green as having iconic style. Mm-hmm. Like the, He's I mean, more he looks Canadian. Cool. He looks cool. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah. his music. But I don't think people would 
My friends I, wouldn't I, think of that, you know? No, they, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, from my own knowledge of look, seeing oh, yeah. photos of him, it's a very, like, a plaid shirt with a jean jacket and yeah. a short toque with the ears kind of poking, like, out a little bit. Yeah. That's, a, like, a Dallas Green kind of Canadian look. It's so hard to find the right toque, guys, and I am in desperate need of a new toque. Where do you go? Uh, you I just know? bought two. Uh, Where'd you get Roots, them? Roots, surprisingly, has some pretty cool hats a lot of the time. I, that's where I, I bought all my slouchy ones that can be rolled up as well. They actually sell them rolled up and mm. then I turn them into slouchy ones but I have one from Roots as well it's a nice hat but it, it it's not great for the short look if you want like the short fashionable ones that are mm. like hot right now mm-hmm. Zara has them uh, and and uh, H&M has them you can get like cashmere ones that are like 40 bucks or you can get like the $15 $20 ones that are, are same style just different material I always find when I put them on my head my head is too big the short toque. It's you got the short toque. <laughs> Every toque is short on my head. I, I, it's funny. You don't strike me as like uh, someone who has a big head. Yeah, I remember shopping for a bike helmet. And I'm like, is this the kids section? And the guy's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I guess I have a large noggin. Yeah. 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 Weird, eh? What do they call the um, the short toque? There's a name for it. Is it the semen? The the, the ship? Uh, something oh. to do with like shipping? Uh, the, well, uh, I see what you're saying there. There's a term for it. Uh, yeah. I I know that the one on Zara that is literally called short toque. It's, that's literally what it's shoreman. called. Shoreman. Is it a shoreman, shoreman toque or something like that? It might be. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Shoreman hat. It's a Shoreman hat. It's sort of like the small one that like gets on there. I think designed after like the old sea-going uh, salty dudes who get off those uh, cargo ships and bulk carriers. Love them. If you look at Shoreman hat, I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, what have we really talked about here? Uh, we talked about you elevating your style. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how we got onto that. Um... I don't know. I don't That's either. the beauty of the podcast. It it weaves in and out. Yeah, I guess it does. Oh, no, we were talking. You're playing music, and we started talking about hipsters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah styles yeah, yeah. and stuff. And then you became extremely judgmental. <laughs> of people. And uh, yeah. yeah, and then I talked about how I'm trying to be careful so I don't get lumped into one of those categories. I like to. Go between the lines, you know what I mean? Uh, little of this, little of that. We call that the T-Bird style. Okay. It's constantly evolving, very slowly. Like my tattoo I've been planning for eight years. <laughs> Get it already. I know, I know. Well, the Daily Take Two is coming up next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Tucker and Mora Bundes. Yeah. You, my friend, mm-hmm. are a massive disappointment to me. <laughs> you, you are, I don't know if I've met somebody who talks a bigger game than Bundes mm-hmm. and then totally in the, you know, like when he's on his own or whatever, he, it's, he's, he's basically spewing lies at us, Mora. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll tell you what happened <laughs> is that uh, I happen to be social media friends with the Friday, Friday night lady friend uh-huh. and she posted a picture over the weekend and i was like oh boy bundes he's like mr tough guy on the radio (laughs) then the weekend hits Uh and uh let me tell you something Bundus is putty in the Friday Night Lady Friends hand. Oh, I could see it on your face. I don't even know how you let her convince you to do this. But uh, <laughs> again, unless it's just a big, you're just putting on a show for us. Because you want to know what Bundus was doing this past weekend? Something he said he hates and never wants to ever do and will never do. And that is he went to a pumpkin patch. <laughs> Oh. Relationship goals. Forget about the nightclub. He was at the pumpkin patch. And he had, a, he had his fall wardrobe on, and he was he posed for a picture with the Friday night lady friend in front of like um like a cart of pumpkins. Yeah, it's pumpkin like a, display. It's, it's like the full Instagram spot. How many children did you have to push out of the way to get your photo there? <laughs> I became everything I hate. <laughs> no! <laughs> T- tell us how that goes down, how you end up at the pumpkin patch. Well, it was my brother's birthday over the weekend, so we all went up to Collingwood, where he lives. And there's the plethora of patches that you probably have to pass. I drove by God knows how many along the way. Yeah. Anyway, so on the drive up there, my dad had texted the Friday Night Lady friend saying, you know, we're everyone wants to go to a pumpkin patch. Oh, oh it was a dad. family and trip. Well, the, this the, gets gr- worse. the great part about it is like he didn't text me and let me know this. He, he texted her and told her that. So he's like, you know, hurry up, get here soon because like, you know, everyone wants to go to the pumpkin patch. And then she relays this information to me and I look at her. I'm like, I'm not going to a pumpkin patch. Like, yeah. It's going to be like, a zoo, first she, of all. Like this is, pro- this is a prime pumpkin patch weekend. I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want to get, I want to get there. I want to have some drinks. I want to eat some food. I want to get ready to watch the hockey game later that night. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to a pumpkin patch. Like, yeah. what, what, what no effing way. I'm not going. No yeah, way. yeah. So, you know, and she's like, well, if I can go with your family, you can you can muster up the, the men, go and just come along and just <laughs> yeah, smile and enjoy yeah, it. Just give me yeah, this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, like, all right, we'll see. We'll see. I'm like, it looks like it's going to rain. Mm. But no, everybody wanted to go to the pumpkin patch. So mom, dad, brother, fiance, sister, oh. me, <laughs> and the Friday Night Lady friend. Uh. We all hop into the car, drive over to the patch, pose for a bunch of pictures. I went through a corn maze. Oh, Oh, you did the corn maze! I walked walked over like some hay bale kind of like jungle gym course thing. Yeah. 
Wow, you did it you all. Did it all. You did it all. And then there was like this little like cutout cardboard thing. You know, those things where the holes where you can put your face in and mm. you're in there. And it said like the cutest pumps, pumpkin in the patch. Oh, that you, was you. And oh, at, you at didn't this, put your face in that cutout. At that point, I was just like, I've already done it all. Why not do this? Right. So yeah. uh, stuck my face in the hole. Yeah. I'm the cutest pumpkin in the patch, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I but, wonder if the patch is a place to pick up. Like, any single people at the patch? I didn't notice any single people at the patch. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a couple thing or a kid thing. Anybody else single? <laughs> Hello? If anyone would like to meet me behind the cutout. I'm the cutest can, pumpkin here. We can compete for the cutest pumpkin at the patch. <laughs> no. Jackie says, oh, it's love. Oh, love is going to the pumpkin patch with your squeeze (laughs) you guys are so cute oh so cute millennial pink is so 2002 guys what's millennial pink oh come on scroll through your instagram feed it's everywhere it's like that soft pastel pink it's like all over interior design it was the color of a generation Yeah, just like skinny jeans, except I saw you wearing skinny jeans oh my this God. week. Tell me that you're having trouble transitioning. Oh. I am struggling, y'all. I know. Like, it, they're not. It's going to be a slow fade out, I, I know, think. but my skinny jeans, I already look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, ugh, these are too tight. <laughs> yeah. They're way too tight. So what's... Uh, okay. You have a new color for us? We got a new color, okay. guys. Okay. What are we talking okay. about here? Is this, this your insiders telling you this? <laughs> okay. This is my insiders, yes. Okay. okay. So pink was for the millennials, but now the Gen Zers have their own shade. You want to look young and hip, Bundus? What color are you going to rock? I'm rocking... Z Z blue, Z blue. <laughs> no, what? no, no. What's, what's Z blue? Well, millennial pink generation. Oh, Z, Z blue. blue. Gotcha. No, it's not blue. It's not blue. I thought you were like it's Z blue. Sunny <laughs> like blue. Z, Z windows are you know like you were putting on and trying to do it. You guys know what color? Okay, is. Yeah, the you've seen it. Black. It's, no, it's not black. black. Uh, it's green. <laughs> it's green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they'll make you green with envy when they wear it in front of your skinny jean ass. That's right. (laughs) So think Billie Eilish's hair. This is not an easy color to wear, okay? You want to look young and hip? Yeah. You got to rock the Gen Z green. It's a lime green. It's a statement hue. It's ugly, I find, but hey, it's everywhere. Kitchens, beauty products, A-listers like Kylie Jenner are sporting it. Um, the, the trend is translated into food and drinks. Hair color, of course, thanks to Billie Eilish. It's for people who want to make a statement, okay? You're not going to walk into a room wearing Gen Z green and not turn a few heads. I kind of like it if it's done in a sexy way. I'm just looking at pictures of 
It's an article that says how Gen Z Green became the new millennial thing. Yes. Exactly what you're talking <laughs> exactly. about. Exactly. What if that's the article you're uh, looking at? And I'll tell you something. Yeah. It, uh, London Fashion Week that just happened this month, it yeah. dominated the runways. Mm. Bundus loves hearing about what is dominating the runways. Oh I'm looking at pictures of this and all I see is the 90s. All I see is like, yes. like Colin Farrell with frosted tips and yes. like password swordfish. Like <laughs> movies from the 90s, this is what it used to look like. Yes. Nine Inch Nails, Stabbing Westward, Industrial Type Music and this look. That Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's 100% what we're going towards. That's why the skinny jeans are out. The baggy wide leg jeans are in. I mean, it's essentially Billie Eilish's whole look. Although she changed her look to blonde. Don't forget that, right? She did. But you know, it takes yeah. us a while to catch up with these A-listers. Okay, so we're chasing them, is what you're saying. <laughs> always, okay. always. So there you go. You want to look Mark. young and happy, rock the Gen Z green. It seems like we're going to be heading out of stage three, at least getting an announcement this week, but here's what I know. Here's what you know. We're <laughs> heading out of stage step three. So Everything's going to open up. We have received an announcement that they're looking at loosening COVID restrictions. I heard on the inside, Okay, all of the top restaurant executives were supposed to meet with like, you know, people government from the pro- officials. Yes. yes. Well, the they were supposed to meet. people didn't show up. The government people did not show yeah. up. That was in the news two days ago. Okay. <laughs> so what else do you have for us? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they were pissed. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Now they're mad. Although we're already mad because what's up with the leaf game being rammed? Yeah. Yet you can't sit five or six feet away from somebody at a restaurant when you're grabbing a bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hypocrisy everywhere. Hypocrisy everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But, but what is what restaurant? Restaurant uh, insiders, top executives, very, very upset. Thanks to people just not showing up at mm, that meeting. WTF? Why are you whispering? Here? Exactly. I don't know. Morris trying to make it seem like she's got like this got, insider. Listen, listen, I got the info. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you who my source is, or yeah. they will have to kill me. What's going on is hypocrisy mm-hmm. everywhere. But it's no change. Uh, what happens is, uh, you know. The Ontario government decides to change this one thing and then it makes them look stupid because everything else is like, why didn't you change that too? Listen. You know, and then they are, then they bow to public pressure, which is exactly what's happening again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every single weekend that these small businesses miss out on hurts, right? It yeah. hurts. Yeah. So come on. Yeah, apparently, apparently <laughs> the people that uh, run the uh, Leafs, Got a little more uh, oh, yeah. influence They've over bit, at uh, mm-hmm. government head office, if you know what I mean. We need to send Oliver Bonaccini into a meeting, you know? One of the one of those, <laughs> you know, one of those fancy chefs that we got. <laughs> Sasur Lee. That guy's intimidating. Bring him in with his chopping knives. You know who need, we need to sit in there? <laughs> David Keg. The guy who owns the keg. <laughs> David Keg. <laughs> the chef behind that, the keg. Is that his name? <laughs> David Keg. Dave yeah. Keg? Send him yeah. in there. Andrew McDonald's. You know? <laughs> get him in Mr. there. Mr. Ronald. Send Ronald. Send Ronald in. <laughs> get, somebody get me Ronald on the phone. What about Tim Horton? Is yeah. he still alive? Get Timmy. I think he's dead. Oh, oh yeah. Too bad. He would have been a guy who could twist some arms. Oh, his hockey, his uh, hockey? background. Oh. oh, yeah. Was he defense? 
Ooh. He could rough some. He'd know how to rough somebody up. He'd Tim check. Horton would get get it done. <laughs> and then you know what he'd do when he was finished? What? He'd take a pot of coffee and he'd dump it all over the corpse. <laughs> That's what I'm and talking say, about. How's that for your stupid <laughs> hypocrisy? And then when they try to fight back, he'd stuff their mouth full of timbits. <laughs> yeah. You trying to say yeah. something? Oh yeah. yeah. Here's and a donut. They, they try and punch, and then he'd wrap that fist in a donut. Like <laughs> <laughs> a giant pillow on his head. I had no idea. I, uh, today was the day that I found out that the reason why Tim Horton uh, died was because of a drinking and driving accident. I knew he was a former hockey player and that he had started the business, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize he died in his 40s. Oh, did, did you guys he? know this? No, I did not know that. Bunnis, were you aware? I knew he died early. I didn't realize that it was uh, uh, like a drinking and driving accident. The story goes that Tim Horton uh, had played a game in Toronto. He was playing for Buffalo at the time. Mm-hmm. Played a game in Buffalo. And was on his way back to Buffalo, driving his sports car, which the team had given him as an incentive to play another year. Oh. Like he was at the end of his career. It was like a contract bonus kind yeah. of thing. It, like a D- Tommaso Pantera. I, don't, I, I can see a picture of it. It looks like a pretty fast, yeah, like... It looked like kind of like Lamborghini-ish. Yeah, Woo! Ferrari Lambo kind of combined into one car. Okay. Anyway, he was on the QEW um, when he had the accident. But before having the accident, he had stopped in Oakville uh, at his office, the Tim Horton's office, I guess. Uh, he ended up on the phone with his brother who recognized that Tim had been drinking, could just hear it in his voice. Oh, dear. And persuaded him not to continue driving. But you have to know, in their early 70s, and I mean, I'm not, I wasn't born then, but I, you know, certainly hear stories. Drinking and driving was like way more prevalent. Right. You didn't have that sort of enforcement that you have today. Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of the Wild West. Mm. Uh, He's driving back to Buffalo. He's on the QEW. A cop sees the car. And uh, activates the the lights and stuff in an attempt to kind of persuade Tim Horton to pull over uh-huh. uh, at Ontario Street and was r- approaching the Lake Street exit in St. Catharines when he lost control and drove into the center median. Oh, God. Uh, the car ended up flipping several times. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt no! in the car. It was the 70s. And he was thrown, like, from the vehicle, and he was pronounced dead when he got to the hospital. Very sad. There was no official public inquiry, and his autopsy wasn't made public, and police would not state whether or not he was intoxicated. Like, they were trying to bury everything, and I don't know how they were able to do that, but it was the 70s. It was a different time. Uh, Anyway, in the 2000s, his autopsy was made public. He had all this to live for, and he was drinking and driving. It's very common that you hear these stories about these professional athletes who who struggle with addiction, um, you know, especially when it comes to drugs, too. And you wonder what's going on there. I guess, you know, the sport is rough, right? And maybe they are prescribed stuff, and then things get out of control. I mean, he had a long career, a successful business. I'm a big fan of Tim Hortons. We're having some right now. I knew it was started from a <laughs> hockey player. I didn't know that dark history, though. Brad just texted us. He yeah. said his mom would be mixing drinks for both herself and her dad for road trips. Like, oh, we're, roadies. We're getting yeah. in. Wow. I guess that's where roadies, the term roadies come from. Now it's like, oh, I'm going to be getting on the city bus. Going for a, little, a walk. Going to take a little, a little roadie little with roadie. me. But yeah. the, the term roadie probably originally comes from actually taking it on the road. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Times have changed. Thank God. Yeah, right? 
It's Tucker Amora. If you're making some quick uh, mac and cheese and you want to bring it to the next level, should you be reaching for the Dijon mustard or you should you be uh, reaching for the mayo? I'm thinking Dijon in this case. Strange ingredients that will instantly make something taste way better. I mean, we know Bundes. Uh, he's a big, well, was a big fan of the pepperettes in the stir fry. <laughs> Cut up. Instantly makes whatever you're eating better. In the case of mac and cheese, it's the Dijon mustard. But I felt like it was. Not enough. Like, you can't overdo it, though. You don't want to actually taste the mustard. So how right? much do you add? Well, it depends how much mac and cheese you got. But it, <laughs> it really, it gives the whole meal more depth. I don't even want to tell you guys this hack. I, I told a chef once that this is how I elevate some dishes. Yeah. And he was horrified. <laughs> so my hack is something called liquid smoke. Have you seen it at the grocery store? That sounds horrible. It adds a smoky flavor mm-hmm. to anything you're making, like mac and cheese. It would be perfect. I used to add it to like a soup and everything tastes smoked, but you just drop in a couple drops instead of standing next to a smoker for 10 hours. Trust me on the liquid I smoke. Don't know. I, I don't, I'm swear. Not, I'm not like a fan of that, I don't think. You don't like smoke? No. I mean, if it's like naturally done in a brisket or something, that's one thing. But like when something's intent, like infused with smoke, no, I don't want that. Oh, it's so good, guys. Uh, Highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Stay away from it, actually. Yeah, yeah. More for me. I'll give you one about chocolate chip cookies because I know you consider yourself to be quite the cookie maker. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the secret ingredient add next time if you want to experiment instant coffee not coffee grounds that'll ruin the whole like texture of it but putting in a little instant coffee in your chocolate chip cookie batter before you cook it Uh mix it in there Uh apparently brings it to a whole new level elevates it okay my secret ingredient is just beer you know i I could be like cooking up some pasta and i'm sipping on a beer while i'm like (laughs) stirring the sauce and i'm just like i take a swig and then i pour a little bit into the sauce (laughs) take another swig (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about that one that one seems a bit odd to me i mean i get it with white wine for sure. Mm-hmm. Seriously, you never cooked with beer before? I, I use it all the time. Done it with uh, chickens before, like where you put the chicken over the beer oh, can. Oh, yeah, sure. Done that, and I've done beer batter uh, on fish and stuff. Yes. But never, like, just dumped it in some red <laughs> sauce, hoping that it's going to bring some life to it. But <laughs> a little flavor in I there. guess, I, yeah. All right. Uh, how about this? Instead of just putting salt on your popcorn, use the seasoning from ramen noodles. Tom has a suggestion. He says, forget spaghetti and meatballs. He likes to do spaghetti and lightly fried hot dogs. You make that for kids when you have mac and cheese, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Craft dinner with cut up hot dog in there. Just make sure they're not like little choking hazard balls. I got a text about liquid smoke, too. Yeah. Sounds like a club liquid smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. No, they literally take um, like the liquid that builds up when you smoke something and they put it in a jar and sell it. And then you take that smoke <laughs> yeah. and you put it in whatever bro, the you hell got you hose, want. Bro, yeah. You got hose, bro. You got hose. I'm telling you. You got to take it, man. No, no. They take the smoke it's, and they bottle the smoke. It's just yes. chemicals. It's just chemicals. You want to know the history behind liquid smoke? I don't, I don't know if I believe it. It's the definitive culinary shortcut apparently (laughs) that's what you're looking up and chefs are like oh my god never do this but yeah if you want to smoke something without wasting a full day Mm. this is the way to go 
What would you add to something to make it taste even better that a lot of people wouldn't think of? I got more here, too, to go through as well. We'll do that coming up. We're asking the question, what's that secret strange ingredient you put on something to make it taste out of this world? I never thought of adding Dijon to mac and cheese. Never thought of cooking a grilled cheese by putting some mayo in the pan with hot Mm. sauce. I mean, that (laughs) seems crazy, but apparently it's next level. Sarah, what is it for you? Dill pickled popcorn flavoring on white rice. Oh, really? Like the kernels stuff you buy, the powder, and you just put that on rice. Yeah, and just mix it up, and it tastes amazing. (laughs) Just elevates your rice next level. Have you ever experimented with some of the other flavors, like the salt and vinegar? You know, like there's a whole line of powders you can put on popcorn. No, I'm not that adventurous. (laughs) Okay, so you found the one that works, and you're just sticking with that. (laughs) Yeah, you you could try it. Do you ever have guests come over, and they're like, why does this rice taste like dill pickles? Yes, absolutely. You know, you want to take rice to the next level. I like that idea of just adding, like, popcorn seasoning. Totally. Even if it's, like, a spicy one, that might be kind of cool, too. A little extra sodium, a little extra MSG. Hey, why not? (laughs) Have you ever thought of putting sour cream in your scrambled eggs? Yes. You've heard of that one? I've, I've done it. Yeah? Amazing! You mix in a like a tablespoon of sour cream yeah. and you use a little less milk than you normally might put in. Or no milk. Or no milk, and it just apparently makes them, uh, gives them a little zip and a little zap and a little zing. 100%. Also, Montreal steak spice in scrambled eggs. Really good. Chantelle puts cocoa powder in her chili, which I have a recipe for chili that does call for Dijon and cocoa powder, and I think it's amazing. Oh, never heard of that. Yeah. Even like um, my sister has this recipe for chocolate chicken, she calls it. And it's just like North African spiced chicken, but it has cocoa powder in it. Really, really good. Chris, what do you add uh, as your secret ingredient? ingredients on the grilled cheese. Bacon grease on a grilled cheese. So do you keep the bacon grease like in the fridge or are you putting bacon on that grilled cheese too? Well, if I have some extra bacon, I'll put it on the grilled cheese. But no, I usually, I my uh, all my bacon drippings anyway because I like to cook with it to just add a little bacon flavor to just about anything. Yeah. Wow. So that, is, so that thing you put in the fridge just to harden before you throw it out, you just keep it in the fridge. You don't really have to refrigerate it either. It just... Kind of just chills on my counter like butter. Okay, so so grilled cheese. What else would you add it to? I use it when I'm cooking my eggs. I use it uh, anytime I need to grease the pan. I'll use that instead of butter if I want a little little bacon flavoring in there. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean it must up the calorie count by a little bit, eh? The <laughs> fat content, but yeah, but it ups the flavor profile. By, well, like bacon goes to everything. So okay, thank you, Chris. Do you live in the rattiest city in Ontario? Probably. You You know what happened to me the other day? What? You know how I have a bit of a fear of rats. Sure. I'm out walking my dog with my wife, and we're just going down on the sidewalk, and I step on something. (gasps) It's kind of hard. Uh-huh. And then I kind of, as I walk past, I look back. It was a dead rat. (laughs) All like rigor mortis, like all hard and everything. (gasps) Oh my God! I know. Ah! Ah! I'm sorry. I hate that. I'm oh! sorry. 
Oh boy. I'm sorry. That is awful. Let's let's figure this out. So we're talking about the rattiest city in Ontario. Do you think Hamilton, London, or Toronto is gonna have more rats? Toronto. I, I was actually a little bit surprised about this. Okay. First off, you yeah. should know that the rats that we're dealing with right now have they're almost like super rats, experts are saying, because lockdowns shut down restaurants, dumps dumpsters were empty behind restaurants. That was their normal source of food. So rats and mice have become daring in their food hunt. This has created sort of like a natural selection event, and experts are saying only the stronger, more intelligent, and hyper-aggressive rats and mice have made it through these difficult times. So we're dealing with like a new breed. Great. Okay, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Here's the top five. In at number five, North York. Number four, Ottawa. Number three, Scarborough. Number two for Radia City, Mississauga. Yeah. And the number one Radia City in Ontario is, of course, no surprise. Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Okay. But what you should know. Well, what's interesting is, I mean, to me, almost all those cities are Toronto. North York, yeah. Scarborough. Yes. I mean, Scarborough's Toronto. Scarborough's Toronto. Mississauga, Toronto. Honorable I mean, mentions. Yeah. London in at number nine. Okay. Oshawa in at number 10. And Hamilton in at number 15. Okay. So there you go. Alberta. We should be doing what they're doing. They've remained practically rat free thanks to nearly 70 years of uh, like rat control programs. I don't know what they're doing, but why aren't we all doing it? Well, you know what doesn't help is people feeding animals outside, right. like putting you know seeds out for pigeons. Well, guess who else eats those seeds? Rats. <laughs> people feed squirrels with like uh, the sh- the nuts, right? Like yeah, the yeah. shelled peanuts. Mm-hmm. You know who else loves those? Rats. Rats. Yeah, they love them. Do you ever see them, Bundus? You ever have any rat encounters? Uh, thankfully, not yet. Not in your parking garage? you never seen one just kind of cruising around in there? No, no. The only rats I've ever seen were in France, in Paris. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. We know how you feel about Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad food. <laughs> Bad say? food, lots of rats. Annoying cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy you feel that way. Uh, it's Tucker Amora. We were talking about the rattiest cities in Ontario. Uh, Natasha is on the phone. You work in pest control? That I do, sir. In the last two years, and you're absolutely 100% correct, no restaurants, no dumpsters, wherever the rat's going, they're going into your home. You see, you would think that they would just die, but they were too smart for that, eh? They are very smart for that, and the stuff that you guys buy in the store, unfortunately, does not work. Yeah, they won't sell us the stuff that you guys have. I went looking for it once. I'm like, I want the good stuff. They're like, now you get to bring in the pros for that <laughs> to yeah, handle like super rats <laughs> i uh i live downtown so i'm like a little hypersensitive i know there's a rat that comes by and visits uh, occasionally like I, I lifted up my barbecue cover yes and i saw rat droppings and i was <gasps> like oh no it's the super rat <laughs> They found my barbecue dripping. Your delicious dripping. So then I'm like, okay, cover's gone. Uh, I scraped the barbecue, you know, cleaned out the little drip tray. Hose are down. Oh my God. It just, so then I had animal, uh, I had like a pest services company come by, like a reputable one, kind of like what you do, I guess, Natasha. And I said, do your best to rat proof this baby. This 
his house. Nice. I'm like, you put up whatever you need to do. <laughs> they, um, they they found a couple of, like vents that were questionable, so they put some of the steel mesh over oh. it and fastened it to the house and yeah. bait stations. And then you know the guy went through my a uh, couple areas in the basement and he was uh, sniffing like a dog. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, that's what we do. Yeah, he said. You can smell them. He says you can smell them. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, you can smell them, especially if they're dead. I've had quite a few encounters just even opening cupboards and I've had them standing there staring at me. Do I jump back still? Absolutely, because if you corner a rat, they will attack you. Don't corner a rat. (laughs) Yeah. So what's can you give us your worst case uh, scenario that you've come across in the last uh, number of years working in the pest control business? Uh, Removing a half of a dead eaten rodent off of a snap trap and watching them eat it. Oh, like the other ones are eating it? No, that's yeah, a visual you can't Yeah, they're unsee. just eating themselves, yeah. Oh. I'm sorry I brought that up. Yeah, that I was know, a dumb question. I, that was a stupid question. <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. That's... You have to wear armor in this business. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. And you have to have one of those memory wipers that they have in the, you in know. Men in black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, just, you go up and you just get your memory wiped. Yeah. And then, so you, you, you're comfortable sleeping at night. You don't envision rats in your bed or anything just because you're surrounded by this world? I did once because I was picking up an exterior bait station after kicking it, punching it, making sure there's nothing in it, picked it up, and the biggest rat flew up my arm and was pretty much sitting on my shoulder. Ah, yeah, again. No. Sorry I brought yeah. it up. I don't want to. That, is- that one gave me nightmares. Other than that, I can, I can handle pretty much the best of the situation no matter what happens. Wow, well, thank God for people like you, Natasha. Natasha, you deserve a superhero cape, not the rat. <laughs> Well, people just got to, and you know, people who have rat problems who do nothing about it are just, you know, fueling the problem. They don't, they don't like the price. No. Yeah. Yeah, Well, but they also don't understand how hard it is to get rid of a a rat in your house. Once you have one. Ooh. Yeah. My mom says if you see one, it means your walls are teeming with them. (laughs) (laughs) And I completely agree with you. Oh, Natasha. Oh, God. Tucker and more on more bad news on the movie front. Got more delays for you. I thought we were done with that, mm-hmm. but no. A bunch of Marvel and Disney movies have been delayed. I don't know if uh, Bundes, you're going to be sad about some of these. You're you, you're into some of the Marvel uh, series, some but not all. There's nothing yeah. except for maybe the Thor ones. Well, guess what? Thor's. Oh, that that's getting delayed. It's one of the movies getting delayed. Oh. Thor, Love and Thunder. Not by much. Was scheduled to come out May 2022. Now, July. Not too that's, bad. That's not too bad. That's yeah. like two months. That's weird, though. Like, why are they delaying that? Uh, you know, I think I think it's just like, you know, what happens is uh, the one person moves their movie and then everyone's like, oh. I don't want to open up in the same weekend as Top Gun. Right. You kidding me? Gotcha. Move Thor. Of course. That's why they're moving Thor, because Top Gun is opening in May, right? Well, also uh, because they've moved other movies in their franchise into May. So I don't know if anyone's afraid of Top Gun, to be honest with you. Do you think Thor would be? afraid of Top I Gun. I think so. Big uh, Maverick up against Thor. Doesn't Thor win that battle every time? I, I think there's a, a younger generation of people that are going to be more akin to Thor than, yeah. than Top Gun. Yeah. Remember we spoke to that movie reviewer who's really tough on movies and you were like, why are you so tough on all these movies? And he said, people maybe go see one movie in theaters a year. Yeah. Like maybe one. 
So you, you're you, lucky if you get two out of a person. So if if you have Thor and Top Gun opening in the same weekend, you know that that eliminates half of your audience right there of people like action. I yeah. think. Uh, Doctor Strange was supposed to come out next March. That's going to be in May. So maybe that's why they moved Thor because they're part of the same family. Mm. Maybe because they found out Batman was coming in March and <gasps> nothing's going to be Batman. Batman's going to be point. huge. Maybe, right. maybe Doctor Strange, who's a bit of a nerd, going up against like cool <laughs> Bruce Wayne. The Dark Knight. <laughs> the Dark Knight. Oh, I got a cool little necklace on here. Oh, let me move my hands and get a little. <laughs> <laughs> they call me a doctor. <laughs> I th- I honestly thought I was going to hate Doctor Strange, but I quite enjoyed it. Actually, is it Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's got it's the, pretty good. He's got a bit of a ween vibe to him, doesn't yeah, he? <laughs> but he's like doc. He was a real doctor, and then gets into this like sorcery stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. so it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Ooh. This is probably one of the worst bits of news being moved actually this one's not bad midsummer to november so okay a few months there so it seems like everybody in the marvel universe is getting a little shove uh you got captain marvel that was supposed to be november now it's february 2023 Ooh. ant-man and the wasp was uh, now moving to july 2023 <laughs> that's like uh, two years from now ant-man and the wasp wasn't ant-man like not a good movie no, it, no people loved great. it great ant-man the first one in particular was really yeah funny. yeah you know, that's paul rudd i love paul rudd a great great comedy and mixed with some good action and it, you know like they they know it's a bit dorky you know right which is why it's getting the yeah. show and indiana jones five this is being pushed a full year all really? right Wait. From July to uh, 2022 to June 2023. Is Harrison Ford like reprising his role as Indian? There? You know, he might. Be I think in he's. It. I think he's in it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Or like uh, makes an appearance. Oh, apparently, God. yeah. I just pulled it up here on Google. He is. Yeah, in, yeah he's in it. I kind of lost track. I, I, I never was really into like the modern day Indian. Because there was Sh- Shia LaBeouf took over. Right? Shia LaBeouf, not really a LaBeouf-er guy. <laughs> I'm a bit of a vegetarian when it comes to LaBeouf. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was terrible, terrible. Oh, it was good. Uh, I liked it. Did you? I liked, liked it a lot. LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> La uh, yeah. uh, you know, an amateur diver found something in the Mediterranean seabed. It had so many crustaceans on it, it was hard to tell what it was. It was like encrusted with org- organisms. But thanks to undercurrents shifting and the sands moving at the exact right time, this amateur diver noticed what it was, preserved perfectly, I might add, thanks to those crustaceans. It was a 900-year-old sword that belonged to a crusader knight. Awesome. Can you believe that? Uh, that knight must have been a hack. Oh, I dropped my sword. <laughs> Anyone see where my sword went? Oh, wait, what? You haven't seen it? Uh, it was right there. I swear it was right there. That's a really good point. <laughs> Weren't those swords handed down like generation through generation? Could have been your dad's sword, right? Go look for your sword, young knight. <laughs> It was your grandfather's sword. I had it here. I don't know where it went. I was polishing it, getting it all sharp, getting ready for the big fight. <laughs> Young knight, have you found your sword yet? No, I don't know where it is.
Yes. <laughs> what kind of nights are we talking about? Like, is that like the cool nights, like round table nights, kind of? Nine hundred years ago. Nine hundred years ago. These are the nights. The the Crusaders are the ones that wore the big white robes with the red cross on on oh, them. Oh yeah. Like, and went um, off to the Holy Land. This yeah. is uh, Robin Hood times. Yeah, it's back then. It's like 1100, 11, 1100s, 1200s, 1300s. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think they had backup swords on there. You had one sword? You had one big sword, yeah. <laughs> this I, guy dropped it in the ocean. Guy, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> the ocean. I don't think he dropped it, guys. I think it's far more likely that they took like arrow fire as they were beaching. And he died? Or he dropped it! <laughs> he was an idiot knight! He dropped his sword! Oh, Butterfingers over there! <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll go with uh, that. Idiot knight! Yeah. By the way, the diver turned it into like an antique authority and was given an outstanding citizen award for him. He gave it. it away? He gave it! He had this awesome sword? I don't know why he would have done that, but mm-hmm. he got that outstanding citizen award that he can hang on his shelf now. <laughs> the sword would have been cooler. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You know, less people are falling in love at first sight. This is breaking my heart. The sense of falling in love at first sight, experts say, it's like kind of like a trance feeling where you see yourself immediately in somebody else and it's a huge rush of dopamine and adrenaline. That's why you feel like kind of overcome. It's it's enticing. I fell in love with a woman on uh, Eglinton in Toronto. You did? Out in Etobicoke. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, I saw her. I was like, I could marry that girl right there. <laughs> and it was like, it wasn't that she was like the most stunning person I'd ever seen. I could just tell. Isn't you know, that funny? Like cool car, cool style, cool like good looking. I was like that person. I could I could probably marry them. This is before I met Deb. Cool car is well, the first thing you say. It's part of the whole package. Yeah, like there's some so, cars if they were driving around in, and I'm not going to name names, but I'd be like, oh, there's no way I could dra- date someone who thought that was the best car to buy <laughs> yeah. in their moment. You know, Porsche SUV for sure. Right. Yeah. I would have no yeah. problem with the Porsche SUV. <laughs> What if it was just like their if mom's was, car that they're driving around? If it was like a Ford Fiesta or something, you're like, oh, look at that hottie over there. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like the old ones, those old little uh, tiny ones. I don't mind those little tiny ones. Easy yeah. to parallel park. So hold on a second. Though. Yeah. So you see this woman, you're like, I could marry her. She, yeah. she just drives by. You don't like wave her down or anything? No, nah, that was say, it. Hey, <laughs> came I'm and your soulmate over yeah. here. Yeah. That could have yeah. been the one for all you know. Well, hopefully I'm with the one. But yes. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Could have been somebody. I don't believe that there's just one person on the planet. I think they were just one of a handful of people I'd be happy to marry. It's funny. They say that when you you have that love at first sight, you see yourself in that person. So it's funny, like you bring up the the coolness of her and the car. Like you liked her on many levels. Perhaps you saw yourself in her. She did have a red beard, so that would make <laughs> sense. Yeah. This year, forty percent of people say they have fallen in love at first sight, and the sad thing is, is that's way down from two thousand and eleven. Seventy Tinder thing, right? Maybe. 71% of us in 2011 said we've fallen in love at first sight. Nearly 47% of us say we've never fallen in love at per- first sight compared to 22% of us in 2011. And experts guess that these numbers are reflecting a decline in optimism. Optimism and our culture is just experiencing this like blah phase right now. You know, maybe it's social media is to blame and Tinder.
Well, because, yeah, you, you're just used to staring at good-looking people you're attracted to that you can just swipe past to mm-hmm. see, you know? I've fallen in love at first sight so many times, it's ridiculous. Me too. <laughs> I fall in love way too easily. I'm like, there he is, there he is, there he is. Next but, thing you know, you're making out with him in the bar. <laughs> but to your point, though, I do think social media has changed that because while I still do fall in love at first sight, I find that um, I quickly fall in love again. Two minutes later. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because like, you're there's on... There's always something that I'm like, oh my God, I want to marry this woman. And then I keep scrolling through my feed and I'm like, oh my God, I want to marry her too. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's too many options. A farmer in the U.S. thought he was about to win $20,000 for growing a record-sized pumpkin, but he ended up being disqualified. Guy's name... Farmer Mike Schmidt grew a 2,520-pound pumpkin. Whoa! (laughs) I mean, I saw a picture of this thing. It's like a throne that you could sit on. It would have easily won. It would have been the heaviest in the entire country of the U.S. of A. if he would have won. But they didn't let him win upon closer inspection of said pumpkin. He was disqualified due to a tiny fingernail-sized crack that developed due to the internal pressure, he says, from the pumpkin's large size and the awkward way it was growing. But he isn't upset somehow. Have a listen to Farmer Schmidt here. Pumpkins are like ice cream. Everyone loves them. Some people say we're crazy, but, you know, we're just people that like to have a little fun out in the dirt. This pumpkin would have won this year, and so you're looking at a pumpkin that would have been worth $20,000. I know I can do it again, so we just got to look forward to the future and do it again. Oh, my God. I would be devastated. That'd be it. This sucks. This sucks. This stupid little rule I get. You see this pumpkin? You see this baseball bat? You know? Would you not smash that thing? I'd, I'd dump that pumpkin right on the judge's front line. That's wow. a 2,000-pound pumpkin. Oh, this guy's got a YouTube channel. Does he? Do you know that? Mike Schmidt? Yeah. Uh, Moby Mike Pumpkins. Oh. oh. He's got like a whole series of videos on growing like competitive pumpkins oh, here. Oh, really? What's up, pumpkin heads? It is October 8th. That's picking day. <laughs> pumpkin heads? It's like a crew that love po- think, watching uh, pumpkins. I think old Jim Ford's coming over here today. He's in the neighborhood. Probably <laughs> check it out. So we'll show him what a real pumpkin looks like. I think Jim Ford's going to come by here and have a look at our handiwork and see what we got going on here. The old pumpkin farm. pumpkin this year, man. I went for the biggest one in the patch. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. What are you going to do with that? It's easily over 100 pounds. How do you even, <laughs> how do you even carry that? Obviously, Matt? My six foot five husband carried it, but when he carried it from the truck, he was like, get out of the way, everyone! Get out of the way! <laughs> Why would you want such a heavy pumpkin? Like, How are you even going to dispose of that? Will you have to cut it up into pieces to put it in your green bin? I don't know. I'm not worried about that. The reason we picked a really, really heavy one is we live on a busy street, and and, you know, you put a pumpkin out front, someone's going to smash it. The reason we picked the heavy one is so you can't even pick it up. <laughs> if you can pick it up and smash it, you deserve yeah, it. good for you. 
you could do that. Did know, you Mike buy a- Schmidt would feel about that. <laughs> hey, What's up, pumpkinheads? Hey, pumpkinheads. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy a pumpkin from the patch the other day, Mundus? Me? No. Oh, yeah, when you no. were at the patch. Put the music back on. Oh, Come on, Mundus. was just uh, too busy trying to get the perfect Instagram <laughs> shot so you could post it on the gram. With your girlfriend. Yeah, oh. and your fall outfit. Oh, full fall outfit. stupid fall scarf. <laughs> You know what, Maury? He was too busy trying to pose behind one of those plywood uh, <laughs> things with the uh, face hole cut out. Yeah, 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 Cutest yeah. pumpkin in the patch. Right Cutest pumpkin there. in the patch, Right baby. there. If you haven't seen the pictures, by the way, we posted a couple yesterday uh, on our TikTok account at Tucker and Maura. Bundes is cute. He's so cute at the patch. There's little pumpkin head over there. <laughs> you are a pumpkin head. You're one of them. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.